0: Welcome to another episode of the On The Clock NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your podcast host, Damian Parson with my guy, my brother, and my co-host, Eugene Hope. What's going on, Eugene? Yeah,
1: what's Yo, what's going on, Dane?
0: Ain't much, man. It ain't much, man. It's Thursday. So by the time everybody mm-hmm. hears this, it'll be Friday morning, Saturday, Sunday, hopefully into Monday since we're talking about national championship at the end of this show uh, with our whole breakdown and preview of that game. But yeah, man, uh, I'm... I'm just happy it's Thursday. It's been a long week. I'm ready to get to the weekend, mm-hmm. to some divisional round right. football, which we will be talking about in a little bit as well. Um, but other mm-hmm. than that, man, I guess, it, man, feeling blessed, happy, man, and, and of course, yes. happy to be on the show, talking some good old football, brother.
1: Yes, yeah, talking, talking some, some pigskin. Pig
0: skin. You know it, man. Talking, talking about it, brother. So let's let's get right into it. Um, you know, Monday we had. <laughs> I made a little error. We we did record a show on Monday. See, I can not <laughs> listen, man. I'ma t- tell you guys. Right? I I have we have I have not podcasted in a while. I'm not host our podcast in months. So I was a little rusty and uh I kind of screwed up the audio from Monday night. It's a dope <laughs> show by the way. It's a dope show. But it is what it it was. was right? You know what I'm saying? It was. But it's okay though. It's all right. We're gonna get right back into it. We talked about Tua yeah. and his decision to come out um and declare for the NFL draft when he held this press conference on Monday afternoon. And a lot of people mm-hmm. know uh, especially off of Twitter and a lot of people that know me know that I love Tua's game and I'm a huge fan to You yourself are a huge fan too as well, Eugene mm-hmm. So give me a quick breakdown and, and your reaction when you saw the news that he declared for the NFL draft
1: I was happy. I was happy he made the right decision because it's it's nothing left at Alabama for him Because half his most of his weapons are gone. his offensive line like you said before is, is leaving and it's nothing else. It's nothing else that he can learn from Miss Eden or it's it's nothing else for him to accomplish. Right.
0: Facts. I agree. And, and, and the main thing was, you know, you, you look at, you know, a lot of people before the LSU game. You know, like two weeks after undergoing the tightrope ankle surgery for a spring mm. a lot of people question his toughness you know they question how can he perform against teams that are in the upper echelon uh in in the nation you know in the rankings and he came out and he balled out he he, he went blow for blow yeah they struggled at first that defense god awful but you know <laughs> against against lsu they got into a hole man they were behind but two came out you know they came out that halftime and they start putting points on the board consecutive drives of scoring And he went blow for blow, toe for toe, hit for hit, man. And it was a heavyweight fight. It was Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali, like man. It was just a a straight heavyweight slugfest. And it was all about who was going to get, who had the win to get the last swing. And LSU, Joe Burrow had had the ball last, get that last swing out of the way to you know make sure that they held the lead and, and hold on to win the game, but. He answers so many questions. His toughness, you know, his his listen. We talk about it. Accuracy. Accuracy is so big, man. And, and and don't get me wrong. And this is not a shot Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson. While he's gotten better, he's not a pinpoint accurate quarterback yet. So, yes, what Lamar Jackson is doing in the NFL, it makes you want to draft a Jalen Hurts. It makes you want to draft maybe a Bryce Perkins from Virginia. It makes you want to draft a lot of these more athletic guys. Justin Herbert, you see what Josh Allen is able to do a little bit in the league. But we can't overlook being an accurate passer. I'm not going to draft a guy just because he runs 4-4 if if he's not accurate. You know what I'm saying? I I believe Lamar Jackson had accuracy. And could develop accurately in the nfl now how much more accurate he will become we have that is yet to be determined tbd to be determined but I'm yeah just saying, we'll see man, we can't you, you I, I wonder how you feel about it but i just if i got joe burrow because I, this is what it's coming down to i've heard man the days of the pocket passer is long gone no it's not everything in life repeats itself baby okay windbreakers are back let's talk about it windbreakers are back okay (laughs) like (laughs) you understand me the high top fade disappeared and then it came back i'm just saying for some reason in in a specific community jorts became a thing i don't understand why but it became a thing so everything comes back yeah i don't know either but everything comes back. <laughs> I blame Gardner Missy. But everything comes, back. <laughs> <laughs> everything comes back full circle, man. So, remember, they said running backs are devalued. Now you've got teams drafting running backs in the first round over the past couple years. I'm just yep. saying, everything comes full circle. So, don't tell me that, oh, I want the guy that can run and pass. Okay, so you're telling me I, you should draft Jalen Hurts over Tua over Joe Burroughs?
1: Absolutely not. No, it it, it doesn't make sense. It's it's good. I think people are going overboard with having a mobile quarterback. You want your quarterback to be able to elude the rush when a play breaks down because every play is going to break down. So you want a quarterback that's going to buy some time in the pocket and make a play on his own. That don't mean go get Jalen Hurts and have him run around for 10 minutes and then throw up a Hail Mary for somebody you can't. It's a, it's a it's a passing lead, and you need a passing quarterback. I mean, I'll take Tate Manning over Michael Vick any day of the week, and I love Michael Vick. But I'll, I'll give me somebody that can read a defense and pick apart a part of defense and hit the hot route and then and and, and do that every time. With somebody running around for for twenty yards.
0: Exactly, and I will give I will give you this before we move on and, and to continue to finish up the tour the topic. When I look at, at Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray has the ability as a passer to be special
1: mm-hmm. from
0: the pocket. Like I mean special. They can protect him, get keep that run game going, you know what I'm saying? Because he's running for his he's running for his life behind that. Running head. for Kyler, his, his life.
1: life. He's gonna he, get him he, killed.
0: And those receivers develop, you know, and, and, and I and say get them get him another playmaker at tight end. You saw something you saw he made some wild throws this year. I mean, just pinpoint on the money on the rope, and I'm just like this kid has so much potential to be special, but it's all about investing he's an investment right, but he's an investment you have to invest in, so you get your return on your invested investment is by investing in him by building the right team around him, building. Up the receivers, giving him a a wall up front where he doesn't have to run. Where if he runs, it's because everything broke down and there's a there's an alley for him to get out of there and make some positive yards. So, but when I see him, that's what I want to see from a dual threat guy. I want to see a guy that can be accurate, that can be pinpoint accurate, and and, and display good mechanics. As well as being a 4-4 exactly. running quarterback. So, I'm just saying, if I can get both of those things, yes. I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm not saying that you have to be. Yeah. Every Nobody's going to be Lamar Jackson. And I mean that all no, honestly. No one is going to be Lamar Jackson. It's not happening.
1: It's not it's happening. happening. It's he's not happening. happening. He's a, I like, he's
0: look, a special look, athlete, it, man.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, it took us, what, about another 10 years from Michael Vick to Lamar Jackson. They are like, people like that don't come around every day. And the thing about Kyler is he's a quarterback before he's an athlete. He's not, he's not, if the play breaks down, he's still running around looking to throw. He's not looking to, all right, where can I get out of here at? He's still looking downfield to make a play. So I want somebody. That's, that's a quarterback, quarterback first and for foremost. And, most, and give me that mobility as a bonus. bonus. I mean, it's a good, good bonus to have, but, but I take the mobility as a bonus. bonus. I'm not I'm featuring not my quarterback's, quarterback's mobility in my offense. offense. I'm, I'm featuring his, his arm, arm and his, his brain. brain. Right. And that's, that's what. what that's how I look at quarterbacks.
0: Facts. And like I said, man, when it comes down to Tua, for me, he made the right decision. Get away from Alabama. Get away from saving. Get away from college football because – You've dealt with your share of injuries. And and for those Mm. people that say, well, listen, he's injury prone. If I'm not mistaken, Frank Gore tore his ACL twice at Miami, if I'm not mistaken. Um, He did. And and he's, what, top five in rushing yards or somewhere in there, top seven? You know, the inconvenient truth, and he's, like, almost 40 years old, still playing NFL football, was in the playoffs this year, you know, he he still produced, and I I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to come back next year. I hope he retires, um, hmm. and everything, so he can stop hindering at the beginning, the the early season of a young, promising running back, um, especially in fantasy. Like retire, sir. But uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying, man. When I look at it, though, I don't like once once when Tua went to New York and he got, you know, he he went through the evaluation. And they gave him the clearance that hey, you have a you have a clean bill of health. A clean bill of health. That's why he declared. If he if they said, uh you may need a little bit, he would have returned and he would have went back to
1: school to rehab.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't think he would have played a single down, to be honest with you. I, I
1: doubt yeah, I doubt back. he played. I
0: think he would have rehabbed the entire time and just came right out the draft and and said, Okay, I'm gonna be an indie. You, you're going to see me at the pro date. I'm going to do everything you need so I can shut everything up. But at, at the end of the day, man, he made the right decision. I'm happy he, he made that decision. And I can't wait yes. to see who drafts him, whether it's the Dolphins or the Chargers. There's so much, man, so, mu- so much opportunities. Because once Joe, we know Joe Burrow is nine times out of ten going to Cincinnati. But who knows? Cincinnati may pull a, a fast one and say, you know what? We want Tua.
1: <laughs> they, just I, would, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Tua still went number one because, in my book, and yeah, in my book, he's a day one starting quarterback. You, yeah. you draft, you put him as your starter, and you and you let him play.
0: And, and with Andy Dalton still under contract, without having guaranteed money, you honestly, they could draft Tua and they could legitimately sit Tua for eight to ten games. Allow Andy Dalton to do what, to hit whatever he's going to do. Play you know solid quarterback football. They're going to lose probably lose more games early on, if unless the offense, if the offensive line and everybody's healthy. I do think the Bengals can win some more games, but still. And if once they if they start going on the losing streak, you can go ahead and let Tua take over the last four to six games. If you are somehow in the playoff picture, then you just give Tua a red shirt. Like <laughs> that's how I look at it. You just yeah,
1: it's the yeah, point is just get to you in your program. That's the whole point, right there. And exactly. eventually, he's going to take over your quarterback position.
0: Exactly. man. So let's let's go ahead and get right into the. Let's let's switch gears, um, and, mm-hmm. and jump into the NFL playoff picture right now. Um, you know, of course, with the crazy, and I mean crazy, man. Last weekend was some great yeah. football, brother. You know, the Texans, <laughs> Bills. I, you know, we, me, and you both didn't uh, agree with you know two of the games. Um, mm-hmm. my Patriots <laughs> losing and your Eagles losing, but uh, we yeah. saw some some you know great performances, especially late in the Texans game. Deshaun Watson just becoming Michael Jordan, becoming Superman for the Texans. Yes. DK Metcalf, that boy, team won won back. Back. exactly. DK Metcalf showing why he should have been the number one receiver drafted, no matter what his three cone was. Um, but his three. His three... Cone, exactly. <laughs> but his three. All the nerds, all the nerds, man. All the freaking
1: the combine guys. nerds.
0: The combine. <laughs> but did you see his three cone? Tom Brady's more agile, but Tom Brady doesn't the <laughs> 4 the four three three now, does he? Okay. No. Got my face with that, man. I don't want to hear it. I don't. I, I, those nerds mm. were killing me all over Twitter, posting about uh, his three cone. Uh, uh, uh fussing and yelling at people who are DK Metcalf fans. And now, Eugene, now, without that DK now. go for nearly 200 yards in his first playoff game, all you see is crickets. You don't even see hey, those what people. They didn't, they didn't even what want to call? log into Twitter. Like, hey, where are you? Like, let me. can I go bump some Twitter posts? Like, can I start reposting you? Yeah. retweeting you? tweeting you? Hey. So you're, you know, you were so low on my guy, DK. So um, I'm just mm-hmm. saying, man. I don't drink coffee, but uh, all I know is whoever is dealing, whoever you know, you, your defense, they you know they may not have liked coffee, uh, but they definitely had some DK, some some decaf. Uh, they had some decaf. Man,
1: listen, they had they had, they had way too, too much, much decaf. Too
0: <laughs> decaf. They had way
1: too <laughs> much, <laughs> much decaf. Listen, like, man, they, um, they,
0: didn't want, they didn't want you know they didn't want that uh, all black with no sugar. That's exactly what they got no. though. That's, yeah. exactly no. That's
1: exactly what they no. got. That's exactly what they know. No, they they want oh man. They got they got all black, straight up, no sugar. No but they, creamer? I, it's no, <laughs> no creamer, creamer, no nothing. They oh my goodness. They, they, said, they said give me Splendid. No, you're getting raw sugar cane. But it 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 was ridiculous because it was it was it was painfully it was obvious, obvious that DK then. is a higher it's level of, of athlete, athlete yes. than anybody in that Eagles secondary. Yes, man. And he, he he basically did whatever he wanted to. He said, I'm going to go here and I'm going to catch the ball and you can do about it.
0: I saw way too they much cover zero, of zero at times. I saw too much of cover zero. Oh, it's, my God. It's God. the first touchdown, there's no way you get cover mm-hmm. zero. I'm doubling you the whole game.
1: I'm doubling you the yeah, whole yeah. game. That last... Yeah, that last that last long play of the game, that was a cover zero. It's like, why do you play cover zero? You manning up on these wide receivers. You know DK runs a four three something, yeah, and you know your corners run a four six seventy two. It's like, it's like, it's it's like Jim Schwartz, the the, uh, defensive coordinator, was like, but it's three cones, it's
0: three cones. It don't make no,
1: yes. Oh, not, my God. He's not going
0: to run the option route. Who wants him to run the option route? Like, nobody cares.
1: Why would he run the option route when he can just beat you with a nine route?
0: Exactly, Easy money. The the nine, the yeah. bang eight, it's there. It's there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's there. So, and, and going into this week, and, and, you know, of course, Derrick Henry's performance against my Patriots, just a, a man of a big. voice. It, it, it was just... Vicious man, that was vicious. That was
1: big, that was really big. You know,
0: and, and then I didn't also, know he had that in him. No, I, listen, I, I had a feeling he had it in him. I was just hoping he didn't show up. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then you look at Kirk Cousins, man, getting the proverbial monkey off of his back against the, um, the New Orleans Saints in the Superdome. Mind you, the Saints did get robbed. That was a clear OPI against Kyle Rudolph. Yes. And what pissed me off more yes. so yes. than the refs not calling it was the fact that Kyle Rudolph did it. You had no business pushing off. You are 6'6", 250 pounds. There's no reason for you to give a shove to a quarter. Just go up, get the football, come to. down. It was unnecessary.
1: Exactly. It yeah. Third, it it's didn't... third
0: and goal, and if you get called for that, that's a what ten yard, fifteen yard penalty, pushing you yeah. back, and now it's what third and third from the twenty, maybe twenty five. Yeah. Like yeah, uh, that's
1: a, that's, a, that's a, drive a drive killer.
0: It's a drive killer. Now you got to hope that Kirk Cousins doesn't make the famous blunder that he's known for, and yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, so you, you got to uh, hope Kirk, Kirk wasn't going was to be <laughs> Kirk. <laughs> he
0: but, yeah, that, it was. You know, he was that Captain was Kirk at that moment. <laughs>
1: Exactly, exactly. But it's no point. He's running against the corner. All you gotta do is use your body. Your body is your natural shield and your natural separation. He has is no need to push off. None. I I didn't get it.
0: I I didn't either. I was really, um, but the fact that they didn't call it, I was like, all right. So you got you know that set those 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 games set up this week's matchups. You got the Vikings going in, there. and let's start off with the Saturday afternoon game. Minnesota mm-hmm. going into San Francisco. San Francisco is one of the best teams in football. Their defensive line is vicious. But I got to give oh, credit. Yeah. I got to give credit to the GM in Minnesota. Investing in that offensive line, Garrett Bradbury may have been the best offensive line pickup in last in this past draft. And it was a huge draft, pickup. Yes. It was a huge pickup. Huge. And it, it was. helps a run game. You know Dalvin Cook's going to come to play. And, then, you know, him, Alexander Madison and everything. But you know that that defensive front they, and for the San Francisco 49ers, they get Kawhi Alexander back along having Fred Warner and Bosa and Armstead and, and, Buck, and Buckner yep. and those guys. So, you know, how, how do you and then see And you mix playing in
1: Solomon Thomas wherever.
0: Exactly. So how do you see yeah, they... that that trench warfare playing out? Who are you giving the advantage to?
1: Um. I'm giving the advantage to San Fran because I think that's the game right there in the trenches. If uh, if San Fran wins that, if that the San Fran's defensive line beats the Minnesota offensive line, it's game over. Because I think this is a real trench game, and there and if Kirk Cousins any type of consistent pressure in his face, he's going to make a mistake. He's, go, he's going to, he's going to he's going to get a sack, fumble, he's going to throw a pick, something's going to happen, and. I don't, I don't see, I don't see, see Minnesota's, Minnesota's offensive, offensive line standing up all game to that San Francisco, San Francisco defensive pass, pass rush.
0: No, no, I agree. I agree. They have to run the ball. They have no other choice. If they can get that run game going and play some some balanced football, the, the key, and I'm, I'm going to get you a key matchup overall, the key, one <laughs> of the key matchups to me is Richard Sherman and that secondary against those receivers, against Thielen and Diggs. Whoever can win that matchup, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just, if Richard, you know, Richard Sherman playing in that cover three scheme, Robert Sala plays that cover, runs that cover three, that cover three zone scheme. They want to keep the big play away. So you know that run game sets up the big play action. So if they can limit those twenty and thirty yard bombs that Kirk Cousins wants to throw to Diggs and Thielen and keep them more ten to fifteen ish, and it makes them drive the field longer as well. It, they, it helps that mm-hmm. defense out, so I think whoever wins when it comes down to that receiving core against that secondary wins the game.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that was uh, that was my matchup too. My matchup was on the other side of uh, Minnesota. on that because you know that don't you know, they don't change guys. Uh, Richard Sherman and Killer Witherspoon. They play, you know, they don't they don't follow receivers and like that. They play one side. So whoever's going to be on the side of a Killer Witherspoon. I can see, I can see uh, doing some screens some and something like that, something to put, put Akilah Williamspoon in, in space to where space he has to be physical and tackle. Because yeah. that was my knock on him coming out of school. He did, he he, he shies away from contact. Yeah. So did. I can see them trying to, I can see them trying to attack him in like in the screen game, trying to attack him in the run game. And if he proves himself to be a liability right there, or they gotta move Jimmy, Jimmy Ward, Ward over, over to protect him, Ward, him some more, that's gonna be that's gonna be over.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. So who you picking in this game, man? San Francisco at home? Who you picking?
1: I'm picking, I'm picking San, San, San Francisco. Just, just simple just simple, for the simple fact, fact they're at home. Uh they they're, they're rested, rested. And I think that defensive line, I believe in that they're defensive they're line. I think they're gonna going get after yeah, Kirk Cousins and, and I think somehow somewhere where they're, they're gonna, gonna make a make play. play. So and, so and I, mean, I think they're going to put, put up, up enough, enough points, points too, and, and that's the that's, that's another, that's another thing. thing. San Francisco got weapons on the they low. Do. Really, like nobody they knows they got weapons.
0: They do. They
1: got what we- Debo Kittle.
0: Do. It's gonna, it, Man, listen, I, I, underrated matchup in that game, Kittle and er- Eric Kendricks, the the the, the middle oh. linebacker. That and he's good. one of the best coverage linebackers in the game right now. Also, very you good. look. You can also look at Kittle and Harrison Smith. Mm-hmm. When, and, and when they're going out in pass coverage, because you could, I, I could see them match up Harrison Smith in press coverage if they if they line kiddo up in the slot or out wide. I, I, listen, yeah, it's, yeah. it's some key matchups in this game. I got to go San Fran at home. Big matchup. I got to go San Fran at home. I want to go. I, I my like my heart wanted to go with with um, Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin and that D line. But they have to stop the run. And that, and to me, that's the biggest thing. Stopping that run. They can stop the run and force Jimmy G to throw it 35 to 40 times and give them the ample opportunities to get after him in the pass rush. Then I say they win yeah. the game. But I don't know if that D-line and that defensive front can stop. I don't the think so, yeah. Game.
1: Yep. Yep. That's, this, a, that's another, another thing. With Greg Roman, Roman, Roman calling uh, the uh, plays, plays for uh, – for, uh, I'm sorry, not Greg Roman. He used, he used to call the plays for uh, uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. But uh, San Francisco OC, the way he's calling his run game, the way he got his guards pulling, and the, the, the formations of his runs, of his run scheme, they're coming at you. If they coming at you at each and every gap, and I don't, I don't see, I don't see Minnesota being able to deal with that because somebody's going to bust either a Mostert or Breeder, Somebody's going to bust loose, and maybe even the inconvenient truth.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, man, it, it's it's crazy. Like definitely. Breida and most are, are huge. And, and don't forget Tevin Coleman. He's the other guy in that backfield. Oh, well. yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, if he can, yeah, he's got that speed. Uh, technically, all three have speed. All three of them they all are can guys run. that can legitimately gallop downfield and gash you for 20, 30-yard runs. So, yeah, we both got San Fran on that one. The eight fifteen game, the 8 o'clock game, Tennessee coming off that huge win, uh, beating a, you know, I, honestly, let's call it this, a lowly Patriots game. Patriots team. Uh, one of the worst mm-hmm. rosters of talent I've ever seen in New England. Bill Belichick, you should you should be stripped of your GM duties. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, it just is what it is, man. But they're coming off a big game. Derrick Henry almost wait. Well, he had two. He had 200, I think, 10 total yards from scrimmage. You know, over 150 yards rushing. Going up against a Baltimore mm-hmm. defense that can be had in the run game. One thing about them, with, with with Pierce and and those big guys up front, what, and we know this. Remember, you know, uh, you know, back when Vince Wilfork used to be on the Patriots. Teams that ran yeah. that stretch zone run. Remember C.J. Anderson with the with the Broncos and stuff like that. Stretch run, that stretch zone run. Those big D linemen hate it. They they hate that crap because it makes them move. Off they couldn't the spot. get out there. Yeah, they can't get out there. So it's like yeah. it, it's too much chasing for them. With the power run game up the middle, it's more so, okay, man, on oh man, a hat on the hat. I got to beat double team. I got to hold my ground. That's what they want. That's what they want to do. But when you start forcing them to move laterally and sideline mm-hmm. to sideline, they can't do it. And that's that's going to be the key. So my, mat, my key uh, matchup in this game is going to be that stretch run game and that defensive front. Those linebackers, while they have some athleticism and they're young, they still aren't as productive as you would hope for for baltimore so derrick henry you know they're going to try to feature him early and often so it, it's going to be key to slow down that outside yeah. stretch zone run but then you got to watch for the cutback because big boy will plant their foot in the ground and get upfield
1: and get back yeah it's not he's not one of them big slow guys he, he can run he can really run but, um, yeah, one of my keys is going to be uh, – honestly, it's just – it's it's, it's going to be the Lamar Jackson, Jackson show. show. These, These teams, teams are evenly matched match, uh, in the and trenches, and I, I think Lamar is just going to make play. a play. I don't know who the Titans have that can maybe spy him. Maybe a Rashawn Evans because he's a good athlete. But yeah, I think Lamar hard. is going to – Yes, yes. I mean, I think, think Lamar is going to make a play. And, and this is, this is, this is, this is Lamar's, Lamar's year. This is his coming out party Lamar's year, year so, and I think it, I think he's, he's going to keep it rolling.
0: Yeah, I, I think so, too. Lamar Jackson, I don't think they have a true answer for him. One of the biggest things you definitely have to do is, you know, um, you've got to be as decisive and, and disciplined mm-hmm. against that read option. You have to be. You know what I'm saying? You have yeah, you,
1: to. You, you, yeah. You,
0: you're, you're, you're in. If you're you're going, not yeah. crashed down every time. He they faked the run as well as and it's legal last time I checked it's legal to hit the quarterback hit in the in the read option mesh in the mesh point in the mesh zone you can attack the quarterback and that's how they started to slow down the read option with Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. they started to hit him or even if even if it wasn't a full blown kill shot it was more so going full speed at him making him release the ball you want to possibly co- cause some confusion between him and it's a miscommunication between him and the running back where they're trying to you know he's trying to read and he sees that DN coming full speed at him and he tries to let the ball go too soon puts the ball on the ground it gives you offense awesome Offensive opportunities. That's what you have to do. That, and you need to, because that helps keep them in third and eight. Yes, he's an improved passer, but let me tell you something: uh, completing thirty percent of his passes, going down the field twenty yards or more. That is what you need to. Uh, and, and what you need to do is force him to throw the ball down the field, outside the numbers, congest the middle. Of the field. It's crazy. I'm gonna say that it's crazy. You have to take a similar approach you took to Tom Brady. Similar approach. Mm-hmm. Tom, now, great Tom Brady. Now, Philip Dorsett is a four-four guy, but he's not true, yeah, a true yeah. deep threat, right? Hollywood Brown is yeah, a four-four-three yeah. possibly, but we didn't get to see him run. He's a fast yeah, guy, yeah. but he doesn't handle press coverage well. He gets jacked up the last scrimmage. He gets rerouted too easily, and so you want to get you want to be able to take away that that post route that that slant, all that stuff. You know, play play the middle of the field and force Lamar to throw. And I'm talking cl- like in the hip pocket type coverage. Force him to make those throws on the sideline. That's something he struggled with. Those,
1: those tight, tight windows. windows.
0: Yes, those tight windows. He struggled with that. So that's all I'm mm-hmm. saying. Because if you do not force him to do that, he's going to kill you in the middle of the field. He, he knows oh, how yeah. to dissect the middle of the field extremely well, especially with those tight ends.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I, I think, think they throw to their tight ends. ends, I think, think more than oh, yeah, anybody yeah, else yeah, in the yeah. league. So that's, just, that's that's the that's Lamar's first read right, right there. there. One of those yes. tight ends, that's it's Lamar's first read. So <laughs> if you take away those tight ends and you force him to go out, now, okay, uh the ground is fast, but you can't get off press coverage. The timing is disrupted. All you got to do is put your hands on him. Now the timing of the route is disrupted. Now Lamar is patting the ball, looking around, and make sure your defensive ends keep contained. Yes. If if they lose contain and Lamar's just going to run around you, but if your defensive ends keep contained, now Lamar is looking around like where do I go? Where do I go? And he and now the timing and the route is disrupted. You got him, you got him right there. But it you but the key word with playing defense against Lamar is discipline. You got it. If you make a mistake, you, you make a mistake. He's going to run right by. You. But if you keep him contained, you make him you force him into a third and long and make him read a disguised coverage. Then maybe you got a chance. Yeah. But other than yeah. that, other than that, he's just going. He's just going out. Athlete, you.
0: I'm gonna tell you, man. Watching that, going back and watching the Buffalo Bills defensive tape and how they were able to contain him in the pocket and force him yeah. to throw from the pocket. You know, and, yeah. and and it was bad conditions. The wind was like 15 miles per hour, and that had something to do with his in, with his inaccuracy. Same way with Josh Allen, but still, he was not comfortable just sitting in the pocket. He was he did not like it because he would like to get out, make plays with his legs, because he's, he's accustomed to it. It's what the offense is yeah. built around. And he wasn't able to do that. Now, he made he made a throw across the middle, taking a shot to Hayden Hurst for the touchdown. And that was the play that pretty much sealed the game for them, because Josh Allen and the offense couldn't score enough points early on. He missed, because of the wind. he missed like two or three touchdowns. Honestly, or two or three big yeah. uh, potential touchdown throws early in the first quarter. Yeah. So, um, that that's the thing. You got to look at that tape and, and and devise that similar game plan, man. Stay 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 disciplined in your rush lanes, and, and must rush. That's what down south, That's what our coach called it must rush. When you have an mush- athletic quarterback, yep. you want to you want to push and then read. Push and read. You do not go full speed and allow yourself Don't to know. get out of your lanes and create a lane for him.
1: Exactly. That's what that's, that's what, that's what uh, I remember years, years ago, ago back in oh four and Eagles uh Falcons NFC championship game that's what uh defensive coordinator Jim Johnson said he like we want to mush rush them. Don't get too far up cuz then he's going to run by you. Yes. They they want want he said you want uh, the ends want to get one two about two or three steps up into their tackle and then you want to read and see what and then and see what Vic want to do. i I think the same rules apply right here for uh Lamar Jackson because that's how. That's, that's 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 every defensive game plan against a mobile quarterback. Make him beat you from the pocket because you know they don't want you running around making plays because they know you can beat them doing that. Yep. And that's where the chess match comes in because the Ravens know that, mm-hmm. so they're going to get him out on some bootlegs. They're going to have some design runs for him. They're going to move him around so that and put him in space. So and that's that's going to be that's going to be a heck of a chess match right there. So who you, so
0: let's call it. Who you got for this game, Tennessee? 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 Tennessee
1: and Baltimore. The Ravens. Um I, I I I can't I simply I can't see Ryan Tannehill going into Baltimore and winning a playoff game. He's gonna, I can't see, see, it.
0: He's gonna see so much pressure from that blitz, it's not gonna make any sense.
1: They I, man, to be frank, I think they're gonna eat that poor man alive.
0: <laughs> I'm going Baltimore yeah. as well, man. I'm going Baltimore as well. I, like, I, like you said, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't trust Ryan Tannehill, and I hope his performance against the Patriots and his performance this, this Saturday night will at least have them hold off before they sign a deal for him and understand maybe there's other options. If Cam Newton's available, I'm taking healthy Cam Go get Cam. Yes, I'm taking him. Yeah. With, with, with Derrick Henry, that old line, and them young weapons, Give me Cam Newton over Ryan Tannehill all day long.
1: I take Cam all day, man. Give me, give me, give me Cam with half a shoulder. I'm taking him over, <laughs> over Ryan Tannehill. I'm not, budging, but
0: I'm not making that deal with him, man. I feel like it would have been a deal from hell, and it's a deal that they would regret.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you do make that deal, you gotta draft somebody that's going to eventually take his place because you cannot put all your eggs in the Ryan Tannehill basket.
0: Not at all. Not at all. Let's slip let's over to Sunday uh, mm-hmm. at 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock game, first game on Sunday afternoon. We got the Houston Texans, who, by the way, was one of the four teams that actually beat the Kansas City Chiefs this year in, in, a, in a great game, 31-24. Deshaun Watson had three t- total touchdowns. He did have two picks. Um, Pat Mahomes, not, and, and the key to that game, Pat Mahomes threw a pick. He had about three touchdowns. <clears throat> but the key to that game was the running game of Carlos High and the yeah. lack of running game for Kansas City. Um Kansas City, yes. So to so me that will Carlos Carlos High is the X factor. He is the the matchup that I'm watching. It's him you know, him in that in that backfield with Sean Watson and can he repeat the the productivity he had in week in the first, week six in their first matchup over a hundred yards rushing he was able to pound them and gash them for good runs and keep the offense on schedule. If that defense can force him, uh, can, can stop him and then force Deshaun Watson to throw forty times, throw thirty five times, force him to throw the ball all game long. I mean Deshaun Watson in. is prone to he is prone to making a bad decision here or there. I'm just, and, and that yeah. offensive line is injured with, I listen, Frank Clark, Frank Clark is my defensive X factor, man. Frank Clark. Yeah, he get, listen,
1: he gets after, he gets after it.
0: it. And, he gets, he gets, after gets after it. And I say you move him opposite of Laramie Tunsil on those, on those passing downs and you let him go to work.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Larry, Laramie Tunsil was good, but he's, he is, um, He struggled uh, with speed a little bit, so I mean, you you give Frank Clark, you give him, uh, you have faking outside, you give him an inside move. Laramie's going grab.
0: Yeah. So you got you got you got to yeah. move them all around. You got to attack them and, and yeah. force them to possibly keep a running back. Cause you know they're going to try to use Duke Duke Johnson out of the backfield.
1: Try yeah. to break they need to use pressure. him more.
0: Yeah, exactly. I th- and they got to use. I think Kansas needs to get as much pressure as possible to where they have to start chipping. They have to start holding um, Duke Johnson yeah. and Carlos Hyde in the backfield. And, and that takes away those receiving threats for uh, Deshaun Watson. Who's your uh, – what's your key your exactly. one key matchup in this game?
1: Uh, my key matchup for this game, I would say, honestly, it's, I think it's the coaching matchup. Because Andy Reid is – he had – it's a book on Andy Reid in the playoffs. If he uh, – if he's losing early, he totally disregards the running game, oh, yeah. and he just pass, 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 pass. But if he, if if you let N three score with his first fifteen scripted plays, you you lost the game already, because he is very good. He is very good with his uh, game plans. So he's gonna have a, a game plan that's that's designed to score against Houston. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's the screenplay because Houston, Houston was getting after uh. Josh Allen last week, and I was screaming at the TV for uh, for a screenplay because Houston was looking for it. And I know, I know, if I saw it, I know Andy Reid saw it, and he's going, going to get he's going to get go out in that screen. He's going to get Kelsey out in that screen game. He's going to get one of those running backs out in that screen game, that screen game and uh, bust a big play. And I mean, Andy Reid likes to chuck the ball, and he, and he's got a track team out there, so he's going. He's, somebody's going to get deep.
0: Oh yeah. So I, I'm thinking. I, 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 yeah, I'm I thinking. Like that. I like yeah. That matchup.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking. Um. Yeah, I'm thinking is Andy Reid against the defensive coordinator, and
0: Romeo and I'm Romeo gonna go Andy Reid.
1: Yeah. 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 And, yep. You, yep. What, so what I'm. Thing yeah, you, I'm going. I'm thing going you
0: to about when you look at that matchup. You know that Romeo Cornell is going to throw a lot of press man. Um, he, he likes to he, yeah. he likes to play a lot of man coverage at times. How you know th- and like you said, that's the matchup between the two with him and Reed. Will he get out of that man coverage and try to play more zone because of the speed that Casey has on the offense?
1: Yeah, and if he can get him out, and even that zone is going to be trouble because all he's going to do is attack the scenes with Kelsey. Now and now he's just going to think and dump the ball right right down the field, so it's a, it's a it's it's a balancing act for Romeo Cornell. It's going to be tough for him to it's going to be tough for him to figure out what Andy Reid is doing because he's going to come with some exotic plays.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, so so who you got in this game, man?
1: See, um, I know uh, Deshaun Watson, Michael Jordan, and Pats but I don't think he has enough firepower that's going to get, uh, keep up with that that track team in case he got I think they're going to get a lead and like Deshaun is going to be playing catch up all game and they're just they're just not going to have enough weapons
0: I, I agree, I agree wholeheartedly I think Pat Mahomes is on, the, is on the mission and we haven't seen that that crazy breakout game like you know in the past couple of weeks from yeah. I think we're due for one I think we are due for a highlight yeah. show from Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Kill, Travis Kelsey, and those boys. I'm taking yeah Kansas City Chiefs at home, man. I think they get a lead and they run with it.
1: Yeah, all these playoff games, yeah. games have been relatively low scoring, so yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking this going to be the I'm thinking this this going to be the one that you get 35 to 30 or something like that.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, next up, man, the, the the last game of the weekend. The six forty game, seven o'clock game. You had the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers. Man, the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers Go, going into going into um, going into Lambeau Field, one of the toughest places to play. Um, Russell Wilson is four and three, including in, in, including the postseason against Aaron Rodgers. Man, and going into and they're calling for tw- you know the the they're calling for some low temperatures, twenty three possibly sixteen. They're calling for some snow. And this would have been the per- – I'm going to say this. This would have been the perfect game to have his, all of his running backs there and they run the ball because you yeah. know that, that Green Bay struggled with the run game all year. But could this be a retro beast mode game? Could this be a retro uh, beast mode
1: game? Is, no, no, I don't think so. I, think so. I, I mean, I think, I, I think beast mode is done. I mean, beast, beast mode is brand. least mode right brand. now. This man is running brand. insane. <laughs> He still he's run hard. hard. I mean he, he can, can still knock somebody out. out, but he's I mean, I can run oh, faster than he can right now. Oh god. But yeah. But um but if 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 they had if they had Chris uh Carson, then I would then I honestly would pick C for the win because I think they have a good chance of winning this game. Even even without the running game, I think they have a good chance of winning this game. It's something about going in the Lambeau. And you know, yeah, face he's against he's Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, that's that's that's, that's so tough, tough, tough to, do. to do.
0: It is. It is. It, it is very tough to do, man. And I mean, you know, my thing that my my matchup that I'm looking for is. And, and you talked about you talked about being a you know just being a better athlete. Out athleting your secondary this past Sunday mm-hmm. with DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf. I'm telling you right now, Mike Pettin or whoever is the defensive coordinator. I believe that's Mike Petton, the defensive coordinator in Green Bay. Whoever the defense coordinator do not I don't want to see Kevin King on DK Metcalf that much. I know you want to match up speed size for size, for size but I would I would rather yeah. like to see Jair Alexander, a sticky corner in a like a little mess. He's a very good player. Yeah, yeah, he's a very good player and he's an athlete, yeah. and he's athletic. That's a guy that you kind of want to see if you can match up with DK Metcalf and be a pesky little nat annoying corner and defender in the side and thorn into in the side of DK Metcalf you want to try to match up athlete yeah. for athlete and say listen son you're going to have to do more than just run fast and beat us right um, but of course we yeah. saw what he did against your against your boys he was able to set them corners up pretty yeah. nicely at the line of scrimmage and on the double move he sold the he sold the double move very well to get the, uh, the very well yeah um, the game clinching reception rather so I mean that, yeah. that's my that's my matchup uh, for me is is looking at that matchup with DK Metcalf and hopefully Jair Alexander because I'm having my I'm gonna have my popcorn ready because that's a matchup I want to
1: see. Yeah. That's, gonna, that's gonna be a, be a good, good matchup. And um, the thing is, yeah, I, I, he can He's gonna. I like Kevin King. King. I think he. I think he's a good. He's a good, good. player. I, I actually I liked like him like coming out. Good. I like him I like better than Sidney, Sidney Jones, Jones actually. But you know he. I think he will. He's, he's going to body, body Kevin, Kevin King. King. It, it, Even if Kevin King is there in coverage in his hip pocket, I think he'll just – he's just too big and too strong. He's going to move him out the way and catch the ball. Jair Alexander will probably get under his skin and uh, annoy him. And he'll probably, and Jair Alexander is so polished. he's going to get his hands on some balls. He's going to – But he's going to uh, – he's just going to – But he's going to get – he's going to get – He's going to get, get under DK's jersey, and he's going he's going to slap some balls away. He's going to tug at him. He's going he's going to be very to annoying and try to break, break the concentration. DK. DK, but yeah, that's, that's just the, just the, the type of point. Point. yeah,
0: definitely.
1: Uh, uh, that 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 Green Bay pass rush. Oof, yeah. Uh, boys, Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. They going to make one thing the Eagles did do. Uh. They got after Russell Wilson. The first game they played the Seahawks, they, they sacked Russell Wilson six times. This game they, they I think they got him about three or four times. If that's an indicator of, uh, oh, and 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 uh, Seattle lost their left tackle. They're dealing with a backup left tackle, and they're dealing with their backup center. So they do have issues on the offensive line. So I'm, um, so I'm thinking Green Bay is going to get after them.
0: That 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 is a key matchup to watch because you know it's the Smith and Precious Smith. They, I think they were the best pass rushing tandem when it comes out of pressures and sacks. They, yeah. they, know, how to, uh, they, they know how to get after the quarterback. And Zerich Smith, man, talk about bang for your buck, return on your investment. Oh. Green Bay went out there and paid this young man, and he gave them every bit of, uh, of production that they wanted from him and then that they needed. And as then well. some. And then some. Yeah. So if they could get pressure on Russell Wilson – that's going to help speed up that internal clock, make them get the ball out fat quicker. The key is you got to watch Tyler Lockett in that slot. He will be the quick guy the underneath that. Yeah. Then he'll hit you over the top yeah. if, you, if you're if you not careful. So let's go ahead and call it, man. Let's call mm-hmm. it. Uh, who you got?
1: Um, um This it's is the tough, tough This was the, the hardest, hardest one, one to pick. Because I want to pick, uh, no, wanna wanna pick, pick Seattle. Seattle. But I can't go against Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. So yeah, I'm gonna go to Packers. I'm gonna go to Packers in in a tight one, in a very tight. One. I think it's gonna be the closest game of the week. I'm, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure on it. Yeah, but I'm going Aaron Rodgers in the Packers.
0: I actually, and this was like you said, it's the toughest matchup of the week. I'm actually gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Seattle. I think Russell Wilson finds a way to go five and three. I think mm. they, they. I think Marshawn Lynch has about two, has a touchdown or two, maybe fifty, sixty yards rushing, hard rushing yards, especially in the in the fourth quarter. He's able to pound yeah. out some 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 big some big gains, um, you know, and, and get close. Try to get closer to that one hundred yard mark. Maybe he doesn't, man. But at the end of the day, I think one of the biggest things for me is 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 the play of the Davion Clowney. Can we see a man possessed uh. this Sunday? Can we see a man? that he can do everything. You know, he can rush the passer. He can put he, he's the elite run defender. And you know, he you know that he can kind of he can move around. You can stand him up and rush him over the guard. <coughs> Excuse me, you can rush him over the center. Yeah, he, he can, can yeah, he can do a lot. Yeah. So I, I think he yeah, has a can, huge put, impact on this game. Yeah, you can put
1: him, in, yeah, yeah, can put him inside, inside and he, he can rush from the inside. inside. He's, He's just a so, and, and 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 you just, just you, know, you know wait till the play is over and headbutt but Russell Wilson then you oh, game God. over. <laughs> oh
0: my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, man. I'm not even getting into
1: that. That should be the game plan right there. <laughs> I'm not even
0: getting into that, bro. Not a chance. <laughs> uh-uh, I'm not even. You're <laughs> not, think, not you know, touching uh, the <laughs> I, I just gave me like shit. You should have um, pulled up, bro. You should have pulled up. Yeah. You know, you did my boy Carson wrong, man. Yeah. You did my boy Carson wrong. They did him wrong, wrong,
1: yeah. Bro. But you know what? <laughs> you know yeah. what? On that, it was just. I, I, It was ugly. I didn't like the result of it. It was a bang bang play. I'm not going to kill. I'm not going to kill Davion Clowney on that one. I mean, mean, he he was was still could sign. He's a he's a free agent at the end of the year, so so go ahead. Then he's knocking the belt. But But (laughs) it it was (laughs) a bang 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 play. It's unfortunate, but you know, it's 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 football. football.
0: that as well. So let's go ahead, and shift gears one more time. Let's get to our final topic, and mm-hmm. that is the national championship game. Ooh, we got LSU, Clemson Tigers. We got Tiger mm-hmm. on Tiger Crime, Tiger on Tiger ah. Crime. Hey man, Tony the <laughs> Tiger wouldn't be happy with this, man. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that's not great. Now that's not. He's not going to say that. He's not going to say that with this matchup. But we got two highly touted. And, and just, just talented, like, oh, uber man. talented quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, yes. you know, come on, man. Joe Burrow, the season that he's had. Joe Burrow, yes. Heisman winner against the the sophomore freak phenom, the undefeated yeah. Trevor Lawrence.
1: Trevor Lawrence, sunshine,
0: sunshine. Listen, sunshine oh, you know, from remember yeah. the remember the sunshine, man. Yeah, remember,
1: yeah. Listen, uh, that's, that's man. We looking at. Looking at- we're looking at the twenty twenty number one pick overall and the twenty twenty yes. over, over, one number overall pick in the same, the same game. game. And same game. This, this game is is full of NFL, NFL talent. talent. And but even despite that, it, these are two very good teams.
0: Yes, like yeah. you go
1: from the trenches all the way back into the secondary to the skill positions. These two teams are very good, and it, this is good. This is going to be a fun game to watch.
0: So let's let's do a little bit of tail of the tape. Let's let's go over. Let's mm-hmm. start with the offense, of course, quarterback position. You know, mm-hmm. let, 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 we're gonna bunch mm-hmm. it up. You know, for time constraints, we're gonna bunch it up. We're gonna do quarterback, running back, and receivers, include tight ends. Um, who has the advantage? Okay, okay. With LSU, you have Joe Burrow, Clyde. Um, I want to make sure I say his name right. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the, the the talented running back. Um, mm-hmm. from LSU, and then yeah. of course you got the you got the two receivers. You got uh, Jefferson, and you got Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson, as yeah. well as Randy Moss's yep. son Thaddeus Moss. And then okay, you flip yep. the script and you look over it with um with Clemson. You got Trevor Lawrence, you got Travis Etienne, you got our boy T Higgins, uh-huh. you got Justin Ross, you got Omari Rogers. Yeah. who I think. Is it, that's uh, that's one of my guys to watching the slot in this matchup. Amari Rodgers. who for yeah, you yeah. out of that out of that grouping, who has the advantage? I,
1: uh, I say, say LSU has advantage strictly because of Joe Burrow and the way he's playing and the offense. He, he's running. He's running an NFL offense. He's he's basically he's running the Saints offense. So and the the way he's playing right now, he 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 can he he can get around and run around a little bit, but He's gonna pick apart that defense with his head. He he knows where to go with the ball. He knows how to make plays. I I'm giving Ellis the uh edge on that.
0: I am as well. Um I, I just gotta go. And you know I love T. Higgins, but I'm not the biggest Justin Justin uh, Ross guy. I I do like Amari Rogers, but when I look at Thaddeus mm-hmm. Moss, Thaddeus Moss is the X factor for me on offense, along with uh Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Those two guys are the two are the two X factors. Yeah, but Thaddeus yeah. Moss, if you are able, because I, I, we talked about him last week, my, our guy AJ Terrell, I expect to see him. I think AJ Terrell, I, it, like, because usually what you see is you see Justin Jefferson kind of moves all over, but you know whoever's on him, yeah, is, yeah. that's going to be a key matchup. And, and and I I would like to see him actually travel if, if they don't mind. I would like to see him move around if possible. But that you know that's going to be key. Yeah, he, he, that's gonna be key.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I that's. I wonder. I wonder if they would actually do that because they kept him on one side mostly most, yeah, most of the do. time. Yeah, that's but, why I said that
0: because he yeah. he doesn't move a lot. He doesn't I, move a whole lot. I've
1: never, I've never seen, seen him in, in the slot, slot before. before. That yeah, would be, be a key matchup if do they want to. If they want AJ Terrell to travel with, with Justin Jefferson, Jefferson that at, that kind of nullifies Justin Jefferson because I believe he can shut him down.
0: I think he could give Justin Jefferson a lot of a lot of trouble. And if, if, if you can figure, if, if that is the game plan, then you can kind of shade a safety. You can play kind of a too high safety, shade it and keep a safety over the top of Jamar Chase because you know he's their big play guy. And that's why I think Dennis yeah, yeah. Moss is so key because now you allow him to get matched up on linebackers. He's too big for safeties and corners, but he's too athletic and too fast for linebackers, man. But the key is, but to say that, what? Isaiah Simmons.
1: Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, they got Isaiah Simmons.
0: This game has I a mean, so matchup. If they wanted
1: to, yes, if they wanted to, they can man up. Daddy's is most on Isaiah Simmons. And, oh, my gosh. I don't care who wins. That's just good theater right there. But, um, yeah. That's
0: Broadway, baby. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's. Yeah, that's I, yeah. I, you 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 think that LSU has the advantage because they got athletes, but Clemson got athletes on defense. Even and the other safety, uh, the other safety, Kevon Wallace, he plays in the lot. He plays in the deep middle. He, he's a problem because because of his versatility. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really good matchup.
0: I, I think so as well. And like I said, I, you know, I, I love I love me some T Higgins, man. That's my guy. I, Justin Ross yeah. has to show up because one thing and that's why when you when you pick Joe Burrows over Trevor Lawrence the reason why I'm picking Joe Burrows as well is cuz he 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 does not mm-hmm. mind going to all of his weapons he will he will attack Exactly. He has the, what I love about it is he, like you said, he's run the NFL offense. NFL offenses look for the matchup, the mismatch. They look for that weakness in the defense. If it's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on one of the other linebackers, that's where he's going. If it's Justin Jefferson against that slot corner, that's where he's going. If it's Thaddeus Moss against a safety, that's where he's going. For me, when T. Higgins exactly. went out against Ohio State two weeks ago, and and Jeff Okuda and those boys was against Jeff Okuda and Arnett and and um and that defense was able to key in on Justin Ross. He couldn't get the ball to Amari Rogers. He did not. He, he yeah, tr- not, tr- the offense didn't flow the, the way it should because his top option. Yeah, Trevor was started that running. Team. Yeah, he started running. Yeah, his op- which it, won them the game, just, but still.
1: Yep, yep, but still, yeah. That's not going. That that's not, that's against, not against this, this team. team. Exactly. So yeah, that's, that's 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 the only reason why I picked L S U because I don't, I don't think uh, uh Trevor Lawrence is far in development. maybe next, next season, but I don't think he's that far in that development where he's gonna be like, Okay, whatever you do, I'm just gonna go to the next read. I don't think he's there yet. His next read is run.
0: Yeah. I don't think he's there yet either. Um the next part of the tail of the tape, let's look at the, the trenches. You got you know, LSU's mm-hmm. old line, which I think we've all seen the picture of L- of what was presumed to be LSU's offensive lineman without shirts on. Those are some big guys, man. Those, <laughs> guys are, those yeah. are some big guys, man. And, and, and Joe, are, Joe Burrow should definitely buy them some Rolexes when he gets his first rookie contract because they got him to the number one pick. But, um, you know, you exactly. got that big, that big physical offensive line going up against that defensive front and that D-line of, of Clemson. Who are you giving the advantage to?
1: Um, again, I'm giving it to LSU. The, them boys, they they keep Joe Burrow's clean. They give him time. They give him a lot of time to throw because he's back there patting the ball, patting the ball, patting the ball, looking around. They give him a lot of time, and they're going to open up holes for Clyde edwards Hilaire. and they can they can get out and move a little bit on them screenplays too. So I'm giving I'm giving uh, LSU the edge
0: yeah I'm I'm going LSU the edge as well uh, like I said those guys are big they're, they're physical as well as they have the agility athletic ability to get out in space um, so now if you flip the script you flip it to Clemson like Clemson's O-line against that LSU defensive line for me I'm actually going to give the advantage to LSU's defensive line I know this sounds like we're not giving Clemson any shot but I'm just saying I know, you know right we're I, killing I, Clemson <laughs> we're killing Clemson right now and I'm sorry Clemson but I'm just going with the facts <laughs> KVR uh Calivion, Chasen. It, it, that young kid, man. They they get Michael Divinity back on in the into that that uh into that um that front seven as well. Yeah. Um Chasen is gonna be big, man. Getting after Trevor Lawrence. Can not Trevor Lawrence nullify him and, and make him think and and react the way he was able to make Chase Young react at times with his feet and and, and causing him to make some you know, yeah. missteps, things like that. Can he cause those same type of reactions from, from Chasen, because if not, Chasen's going to be able to get after him, and that's a, another athletic guy. You go from Chase Young to, to Chasen, like, it's it's hard it's, it's when you look at athletic edge rushers. That's, Two of the best in the nation, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they and they really get after it, and thing is, you're going, they're going to move them around, they're going to get out in space, they're going to rush them from different angles. You not. It's going to be a point where you're not going to know, Trevor Learn's not going to know where he's coming from. And yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be a, be a lot, lot for him, for him to – oh, my God. God. And, and, and on top of that, you got Stingley great. and Christian it's Fulton it's disrupting it's the tough. timing on the routes because you know they're lining up right in right front, of, they, they in front of, of T. Higgins 20 and 20 Justin just Ross' face. face. Exactly. It's, it's gonna going to be tough. tough. It's, yeah, gonna be it's going to be tough.
0: So, and, and, and the big thing for me is, you know, Travis Etienne is going to be big in this game. He is going to be big. Yeah, the, the, listen, Clemson averages almost 250 yards rushing a game. He only rushes the ball, I think, on average 18 times a game at a nation-high 8 yards per clip. Wow. He is the fastest running back, maybe the fastest player in college football. I can't wait to see him yeah, yeah. at the combine. It's going to be freaky. So my thing yeah, 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 is yeah, yeah. that it's going, to be, it's going to be really important for LSU, Michael DeViniti those boys, to watch out for him, especially in the delayed passing game where he shows uh, shows pass protection and then and then leaks out and he's wide open out. underneath. And, and it's a nice, easy pitch and catch. And now that explosive 4-3, yeah, yeah. possibly 4-2 from what I've heard, type of speed getting upfield. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, they're going to have to keep an eye on him at all times. They're going to have to. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, the, the one, one thing, thing that can beat that LSU pass rush because you, you invite, invite that, that pass, pass rush in, in and that, you let ETN leak out and you just hit him on a hit him in a flat or let or get a ball to him on a draw or or hit that screen pass that'll slow down that LSU pass rush and then that's the and that's is you got
0: exactly and and that's that's what you want man you want to be able to to create big plays off of off of simple touches. You know, you don't, you don't yeah, always yeah. have to be so complex. But if you could just throw a screen and, and get fifty yards, easy money, I'll take it all day. If you could just do yeah. a quick a quick draw play. As for Georgia Tech, that eighty plus yard run he had off of a legit halfback draw, and he took it up yeah. the sideline. He he. Beat yeah. My and a lot of people actually, Um. You know, he was like, "Man, I can't wait till the, the draft season really kicks off." Especially on Twitter, because they like, "I, I want to see." Uh, who, what draft terms you use. And one of my favorites <laughs> for, for, for fast players is angle beater. He's an anger be, angle beater. You know, he eats yep. up grass. He's a grass eater. He gets upfield. He, he takes up so much space as he runs, and he eats up so much grass, and it's like he's gone. Yeah. He's yeah. gone. He, yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it's going to be big, man.
1: Yeah, again, he he accelerates, he, he accelerates like so, so fast. fast. Yeah, he he literally is zero to sixty in like two point whatever second. And, and, and the thing the with him is, is, all you gotta do is get the ball, ball in his, his hands. He's, he's gonna, gonna make a play, play for you. For you. Yeah. All you gotta do is get him get the ball in his hands. Give him give him a regular uh H, uh hb dive and send him block it right, and he's gonna take it to the house. Yeah, he's That's going, all you gotta do. Give him a yeah. Give him a little a little uh. A little screen pass pass, put put him in space space, and if it's blocked right he's gone because he's gonna run he's gonna run past somebody
0: exactly it's gonna be easy money man but let's let's go ahead Mm -hmm. and and pick who's gonna be the mvp the most valuable player of this game who you got
1: um yeah Yeah, well i'm picking lsu LSU to win win, so i think think it's only right that they're they're probably probably going to say say they're probably going to give it to joe burrows just because you know the whole it's a better better story story there so uh, they'll probably name joe burrows the mvp i mean he'll probably throw to just just in jefferson will probably have another 200 yard game but they'll probably still give it to uh, joe burrows
0: (laughs) of course of course like well the quarterback did throw it um (laughs) yeah yeah the quarterback did throw the football uh for me man Mm -hmm. ah, i'm picking lsu as well sorry clemson but i am picking lsu Mm -hmm. um it's it's tough though because I agree completely that if if he has the type of game that we all know he could have, they're going to give it directly to Joe Burrow. We both understand yeah. that. But I'm gonna go out on the limb. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna go out on a limb and, I, and I'm actually gonna go with Jamar Chase. Oh, I'm going go That would be limb. good. If, if, if and that's and interesting. I think he has the ability to have that. I think he has the, the ability to have the type of game Justin Jefferson had last week, last, uh, two, last game two weeks ago but with much yeah. more explosiveness where, if, yeah. you know, instead of them driving, you know, five, six plays, you know, five to ten plays or whatever the case may be.
1: It's the, that 40, 50-yard bomb.
0: Exactly. He beats that press mm-hmm. coverage and he stacks that corner and it's house. It's a okay. house call.
1: It's yeah. a house exactly. call. Exactly. Yeah. Because Jamar, Jamar Chase can get off of off press coverage, coverage. Yeah. and depending on who they put on them, He's going to get, get behind, behind somebody at some point in his game. I think he can he's that type of athlete. He he's going to get behind either Fulton or Stingley.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. And Stingley, I Stingley is so technically sound at times, but he's still young. And yeah. if you will see if you've seen them this year, they're time. Now I'm not going to lie to you CD Lamb wanted no smoke with Stingley. He wanted no smoke nope. with Stingley. Nope. He's too he sticky for, he he, no for him. He ain't want no part. But I think Jamar Chase what? Would give him that type of matchup, similar yeah. to yeah. what he had when he played Alabama when they played Alabama and he faced Devontae De- Smith.
1: Devontae, Devontae Smith, gave Smith gave him work. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of the plays, like he was distracted, he was trying to get the call and then the ball. I'll give him a mulligan on that one. Yeah. yeah. But it, it called Devontae Smith gave him work.
0: Easy. It was easy money too, man. I was like, "Sheesh." Yeah. I was like, "Okay."
1: I said, I wow. see
0: you. I see you, young fella. I yeah. see you.
1: Oh, I, I said, I said "Declare Devontae, I declare." Yeah,
0: and he went back.
1: <laughs> and and he, he went, went back. back. Yeah, man. So I mean, like a dummy. A dummy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we, we both are picking LSU uh, to win this game, man. And it's gonna be a listen, guys. You got three back-to-back days of. High profile, high profile mm. football, and, and, and high profile situations, yes. man. It's win or go home, all mm. weekend, baby. I'm talking about Saturday, yes. Sunday, and Monday. It's win or go home. There's no more season. Yep. Yep. Granted, Monday night is no more season. Period. But at least you go into the off season saying we're the champion of college football. Win or go football. home, man. It's that time. It's put up or shut up. I can't wait to see it. But listen, guys, we will be back. Yes, yes. We will be back. We're not gonna record on Monday because that's so, that's the national championship game. We will come back on Tuesday and have it ready for Live you. Live reactions. Live reactions mm-hmm. talking about that game. Uh we we may sprinkle in a little bit of the playoffs and give some some type of discussion, but Eh, probably not. We're going to be talking about the national championship because I'm expecting a, a 38 to 45 type of victory LSU. I'm expecting high profile. Mm. I'm talking about high scoring. I think Trevor Lawrence shows up. I think T. Higgins shows up. I think these boys show up, man. I want, I want great. That's the game I'm waiting for. Shout out to, yeah, know, yeah. to, the, to the teams that's in the M- NFL uh, playoff race. But, man, I'm waiting for Monday, brother. I'm waiting for Monday.
1: I'm waiting, I'm waiting for next. That's going to be the best game of the weekend, I think.
0: Oh, I think so, too. I think so, too, man. But, listen, guys, as always, it's always a pleasure to bring you guys as much content and the fact that you guys listen to us and we and, and allow us to give you our opinions and, and, and what we see, whether on film, through the stats, whatever. We appreciate you guys for listening. Stay tuned. We got more content coming. Listen, guys, get ready. Buy your pizza. Get your wings. Get whatever you need this weekend. Because, fellas, get your popcorn wife, ready. Tell a wife, I ain't going nowhere this weekend. I ain't going. Nowhere.
1: <laughs> no, we, no, we not. No, no, I'm not going to that baby shower. No, we not. Nope. No, I'm not. Nope. No, We're not going to party in
0: Wedding?
1: Who None has a wedding
0: during football season? <laughs> That's Satan. That's Satan. <laughs> right? That is no. Wedding I'm not going out. to Satan's wedding. I'm not doing it.
1: No, I'm not doing no, that wedding, hey, I don't even like them. No,
0: I don't know them. Those are real friends. You go. Hey. Um, <laughs> hey. I'm just saying. Hey. Let me be divorced in a wife here He'll be a divorced in a year anyway. Exactly. Like you're right. Even my wife coming here and trying to kill me or something. <laughs> um. Well, so yeah. Listen, guys. As always, we thank y'all yeah. so much for joining us. I'm Damian Parson. That's yeah. is Gene Holt. Y'all have a good one. Yeah.
1: See. Ya.